With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Mm-hmm. What's up, y'all? Now, what's it going to be? Keep your phones on lock with your girl, T, the lady. You already know, once again, it's Wala Wednesday, hump day, Front day, we don't give a funk day. You already know. You tuned in to Keeping It Real Talk with the one and only. Give a special shout-out to my DJ producer, DJ Chill, always holding me down on the ones and twos. I couldn't do it without you, baby. Sound City Radio, you already know. Here, anything goes in moderation, that is. You know what I mean? We, we need to be mindful. But on this network, all we ask you to do is be real, be safe, and most importantly, be ready. Like, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to come out of my mouth, and you damn sure don't know what's going to come out of my DJ Chill's mouth. So just be careful. Thank you for dialing that number. You already know. You can check me out here every other Wednesday. It's Wednesday today. So that means I won't be here next Wednesday, but I'll be here the Wednesday after that. I'm always going to be on here holding it down on internet radio. And so we bust out on the mainstream. You dig? I hope everybody had a productive and proactive week thus far. We are in the hump day phase. And after all that rain and sun and inclement weather, we can now just, you know, recuperate. It's Wednesday. My heart, my prayers go out to the family that have or may still be suffering from the storm my sisters, my sibling, my family. Um, I have some family members in Florida. So, um, you know, I definitely had my, my heart out to them. Wasn't really moving too much, kind of like keeping my mouth quiet because I have some family in Florida and have some um, close, close friends that are in St. Thomas area that got hit really bad and some family member connections that are in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, you ugly island. If anybody can tell me what movie that is off of, I will give you. That was me, like, breaking it out. I will give you. You can just tell me what movie that came from, if you're listening. So, anyway, I ain't going to hold y'all too long. I just like to bring y'all in, talk to y'all a little bit, give y'all some of my energy, especially when it's good, man. Let me tell you, fighting the fight of one, making sure that your energy is good and making sure that what surrounds you is pure is a bit, it's, it's a nine to five, okay? It is not easy. It is not something that is a, a, an innate thing, a normative to be able to bring positivity around you. And that's unfortunate that more people really carry that ball of dust like the little boy off of a Snoop, Snoopy. I forgot the name of it, but you know the boy who walk around with dust around him. Him. That's how people walk around with their negative patch on, just dust. Just every time they walk, it's like, like uh-uh. So in addition to walking around with dust, I feel like my topic today may bring a dusty 
you know, wins. Because I want to know what happens when you have expectations. And I want to know whether or not your perception has an effect on what you expect. So before I get into this topic, I want to give all my listeners a shout out to say how much I appreciate you because I would not be able to do these shows. I would not be encouraged to continue to do it if I did not have one, two, three, four. It doesn't even matter how many people it is for now. But I come on here in order for you guys to hear my voice because y'all always hear me talk on the outside. And now I have topics and things to bring to you today. I am bringing to you expectations and perception and how they intertwine. I want to break down these English words to you because sometimes what we perceive is not what it is. So we may have an understanding or a perception of what we think expectation means, but what I'm going to do for you, ladies and gentlemen, is to break it down so it can consistently and forever be baroque. You dig? Y'all don't know what movie that's from. If you can tell me what movie that's from, you will win. Had to muffle that out, too, because you don't know what you're going with, but call it and you might win something. So we're going to break down the first word we're going to break down is expectation. Expectation is to have an anticipation, a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. In addition to that, it is a belief that someone will or can achieve something. Nothing wrong with that. But if we go to this quote that I know I've heard time and time again, that reality had not lived up to expectations, what the what? What does that mean? My reality did not live up to my anticipation. My reality did not live up to my surmise, my superstition. Okay. Those were some synonyms that came with that word, my prediction. So we're going to jump down to perception because I asked whether or not perception had an effect on your expect. So perception is the awareness or your discernment the ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through your senses. So you have to recognize or have a conscience of something. So I asked if it had an effect. Now, in the topic, if you got the message, and maybe even on the post, it may read something to the effect of A-F-F-E-C-T, effect. And I asked, did perception have an effect, a.k.a. a disturbance, a.k.a. did it make a difference? Or did it have an effect, which it could also, I could utilize that word as well, to state whether or not it had a result or a consequence as an effect or an effect of your perception. Okay, after gathering all those definitions and recognizing what we are actually dealing with when it comes to those English words, what the fudge cake? Why? What do you do every day when you wake up and you leave out of your house and you work and you take care of your kids and you beat the pavement and you just breathe? In those instances, in those moments and increments and times, we have expectations of what we do. We have to feel like everything that we do has a purpose, you know. But 
it's unfortunate that sometimes we feel like if everything we do should have a purpose, if the things that we do should have a motive behind it, that I should expect something of this thing that I'm doing, of this time that I am giving. I want to have a strong belief that me doing, going to work from 9 to 5, from 8 to 7, whatever, 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 is a good thing. Because I feel like sometimes, well, I would hope that our expectations would love and desire to produce good things. I want to set a goal to be in a high-mile club. Oh, did I say that? Because after I said it out my mouth, what I used to think it was, you know, high-mile, I don't know that you get a lot of miles in your car. I don't know, but I'm starting to think differently. So I take that back. I don't want to be in a high-mile club if it has something to do with something negative. Chill. Is a high-mile club negative? Is that bad? So want to be in a high mile club? I want to know, like, because I'm not sure. I'm always making up words, but in I know that they're real. High club. Um, high mile club. Because I know somebody put this song on it when he was like, I want to put you in a high mile club. What's up? Let's take a trip. So I'm like, oh, what's the high mile club? Like, is you get frequent flyer miles or what? That's what I'm saying. My expectation, if a new nigga told me he was going to put me in the high mile club, my expectation would be like, okay, I'm getting these frequent flyers. But I'm almost certain that the high mile club is something sexual and it's about putting a lot of mileage on your body. So not that type of high mile club. As I go back to expectations, when we do all these things, we have an anticipation and a belief that I will achieve something. I will, this, this will happen. Those are good expectations. There are good expectations and there are negative expectations. The good expectations have positive outcomes. They are teleontological. They have the result that is good. Yes, I use teleontological. I just had an ethics paper yesterday and I will be using big words. And I'd love to exercise. I have an expectation that when I learn words and I use them, that I, it will just, you know, make me stronger in my conversation. That's another reason why I really love this radio show, because it really gives me the opportunity to let go and release my fear of, you know, public speaking and just to enunciate more on just different things. So I have an expectation of different things that sometimes don't even correlate. But they'll call me. Me being on this show, the expectation is to do better with my vocabulary. So in the event that I continue to do these shows, I will grow and progress in my vocabulary. Yes? Okay. So those are good expectations. Slide that to the side. Slide that to the side. I said it. Slide it. Y'all know when I snap, that just puts me on like an emotional roller coaster because that snap – when I used to be in school and I went to creative arts and my dance teacher, I mean, every snap that they did, you knew that there, it was time. It was time to move. So when I snap, it just kind of, I had this whole melody in my head by myself, for myself that I obviously get jiggy with. The negative aspects of expectations are, we'll go to relationship. I'm going to usher you. I'm going to be your usher. I want you to be my boo. Study when we were younger, you were mine. <laughs> I thought I was really singing, but I wasn't because if I do, I'll blow y'all out. However, I want you to be my boo. 
My expectation of you being my boo is that we gonna last forever and then But everybody should peep, peep. We should not do that. And I'm saying that for a recent situation that I had. Like to have an expectation of a person, of an individual, a human being, is crazy. It's local. It's esta loca. Why? Because we are human beings, and every day we strive to be perfect. We are less. We ha- we have more imperfections. Because what is perfect? We have an expectation even in our walk and our ways and the way that we live. We assume that perfection is what we see on social media. We assume that perfection is my nose straight. We assume that perfection is having all my teeth. Yeah, these things are more um, appealing to the eye. However, people's circumstances cause a result. And so for you to have an expectation on a person, it's not good because we can't change the things that happen in our lives that cause consequences and results. We just have to live with them. So if you in my space and my face and my place giving me an expectation or having an expectation on me that you are believing something or someone I will achieve or indulge in whatever it is that you're trying to have me do, you're wrong. I'm going to give you another synonym of expectation that turns it into a negative. An expectation is a hope. It's a mesmerization or a trick. Ah, you didn't know those negative words was going to come behind. I mean, honestly, assumption is a bad word. You know the saying, when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. Okay, and I'm not into the partner thing. I really don't even like to say good morning. I like people to make that decision on their own. I'd be like, morning. Yeah, I mean, you make it good. I ain't, nah, you go ahead, morning. I don't want the responsibility. Yeah, I mean, I would I would prefer you to have a good morning, but you know what? If I say good morning to you, I may be assuming that you're having a good morning, and my, betcha my golly well. It's not right. So don't mesmerize. Don't trick. Because you know what? When you have an expectation, a lot of times your reality cannot live up to it. Why? Because you trick yourself. Your expectation, what you had a mindset of, what you assumed could happen in your job, in your relationship, because you expected that thing, because you believed prior to it actually taking place that it was going to happen, you tricked yourself. That is a synonym. I'm not just saying that, ladies and gentlemen, just to bust your balls and to make you feel some type of way about expecting. I'm just saying you know when you assume what happens. And it's good. You know, in circumstances, it's good. It's needing to be have an expectation. However, it is damaging as well to mesmerize about something or to trick. And in our minds, we may not be feeling like these are our actions, that we are tricking people, that we are, you know, having um, some type of conjure up against because of our prediction. If I predict that I'm going, and look, listen, let me put it to you in a, a term where you can think. Anybody seen showgirls or raising hands? Everybody raising hands if you've seen girl, showgirls. You've seen showgirls? You've seen showgirls? You've seen, okay, I see the hands. You've all seen showgirls. In the moment that this girl had an expectation, she saw herself on this stage spinning and flying and being the day, you know, the headliner. She's seen all this. 
in that instant that she saw, she assumed, she predicted, and she expected. So because of this expectation and what she saw and her belief, she mesmerized and tricked up a way to get what it was that she had expected. Expectations also come from, you know, feeling obligated. People who have expectations sometimes have obligations as well. When the expectation comes with the negative connotation, the only way that you can, honestly, you can't even expect something if someone tells you that they're going to do something. All you can expect is their well-being safe and that their minds and their makeup and their morale does not go against what it is that they actually told me was going to transpire because I had that expectation. My grandfather, you know, when I tell him I'm going to do things for him, Pop, I'll be back, I'll do this, that, and the third, he'd be like, you know, well, we hope. That's what we'll hope. You know what I mean? We all pray that this is going to be the case for you um, to come back or to fix me food or to take me when I need to be taken. And I was like, Pop, if I said I'm going to come back, he said, but you don't know that. So I understood that because, you know what, had he not had that perception, 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 he would not have been able to tell me that, you know what, instead of me expecting, let me perceive differently. And that's where we're going to jump down into perception. Perception is something that obviously makes you aware or discern something. Perception is something that gives you the ability to see, hear, smell, taste, or something that gives you the ability to become aware of something through senses. To recognize or have a conscience of something. My grandfather, because of experience, not expectation, but experience, recognizes and is aware that to have an expectation on an individual is not good because once that expectation comes, there is a failure that can also come behind it. And expectations make you feel good because you can actually have a, a, a <clears throat> excuse me, a belief that something will come will will happen or your achievement will be. But you you can't because if you think about how many times you put yourself out there to feel like an expectation was um, positive and was necessary, you have failed. And that's just honest. Unless you said, you know, oh, I got an expectation by the end of this month, I'm going to get this check, and it happened. Well, you really didn't have to have an expectation. You kind of had an understanding. You had awareness. You had an inkling. That is not the same thing as an expectation. Those words, those words that I use is not synonymous to expectation. So I asked the question on whether or not when you have a perception, does that have an effect on your expect? I'm going to ask you, Chill, because I know how I feel, but I'm trying to think. When you perceive something, when you have a perception about something, perception meaning my mind, what I think how I feel, what I've recognized is allowing me to see something. So what you think, what's your mind, and honestly, you have to also remember that your perception comes from just your experience because what you don't experience, you really are not fully aware or have a discernment of. You can, you know, have an idea. Awareness and ideas are not of the same thing, and we have to be mindful of that. So in addition to... I want us to be mindful. Chill. I want you to talk and speak on expectation and perception, please.
on what ha- what you think happens when you have an expectation, and does your perception have an effect on what you expect? Well, first of all, you have a caller. You said I have a caller? Yep. All right. Well, welcome on to Keeping It Real Talk with Lady T. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking to? Did you unmute them yet, or are they waiting for your response? How you doing? I'm well. I, uh, well yeah, that's a good thing. I'm I'm listening to you, but listen, my thing to you is this, um, you know, a big audience, right? You know, you got a big audience. You got young people. You got middle-aged people. You got old people, right? And expectations and perceptions is just the rational, just the irrational. You got it? So the irrational is expectations. The rational is what actually is real. You know, like Earth, like Earth, uh, Mr. Kill, Earth to me. Darn it. I want... I want you to, um, I'm trying to hear exactly what you're saying, and your phone is going in and out vaguely, so I want to make sure that I'm hearing you so I can respond. If you can go to a clearer area. Oh, can you hear me better now? Better. There we go. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're fine. Well, I, I just, I, I, I've been listening to you, right? I've been listening to you. And so I've got, like, two small things. One, from, like, an academic standpoint, my yes. expectations is just, like, irrational uh, perceptions is like the rational, you know? So when you're irrational, you can, like, think anything you want to think in hope. Hope is blind hope and faith, right? And then perception is like reality. This is a red light. Your perception of this is that it's a red light, a green light, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, perception is real. Yeah. Expectations is unreal. It's not there yet. It's hope not made real. It's like having faith in something. You see what I'm saying? It's like hope, keeping hope alive. You know, like Jesse Jackson? Uh-huh. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. <laughs> He's always right. expecting that civil rights in America, like black people, will be free, equal, and whatever else. That's keeping hope alive. That's expectations. The reality is that the cops shoot black men in America every single day. So that's perception, that's reality, that's real. You know, you don't have to have a perception about, will the cop shoot me if I'm a black man and they're looking for some black man to fit my description? You ain't got to have no question about that. Your perception is real. You know you're going to get shot, all right, in America if you're a black male, all right? So the rational versus the irrational. The rational black people know that a cop is going to shoot you. They're not going to ask you any questions first. They're just going to shoot you. The irrational what? is that, oh, oh, you know, like maybe the cop won't because, you know, I'm a law-abiding citizen. If I'm, going, if I'm obeying the law or whatever, they won't shoot. That's, uh, you know, those are your expectations. As soon as you walk out your house, the reality, the perception hits you. Yes, today you may get shot. You may not come back home today. That's reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the irrational versus the rational. Uh, expectations, you can be irrational when you want to hope and think things that are not right. real. Agreed. Perception is when you know that certain things are going to happen and it will happen. And your perception of what is happening, whether it's a part of your, uh, it's a serious complex issue. But the thing is, is that perception brings you closer to reality than uh, expectations, all right? So Absolutely. these are two 
these are two kind of superfluous, uh, hyperbole, you know. They're mm-hmm. both, both in the air. They're both in the air because your perception cannot be real sometimes. So that this is so complex what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's so complex it leads to somewhere. So the thing is is that if you're trying to teach a lesson about expectations and then perception, you know, that's two little things. So people have to be taught how to train, how to think, how to expect what they want to. You have to be trained that. And where do you get so let me ask you a question. From? Did you say that perception is unreal? Your perception is is can sometimes be unrealistic because perception is seen as yeah, your conscious. Yes, yeah, sometimes sometimes you can see and not see. Sometimes you can hear and not see, and your perception okay. of what you thought was whatever cannot is not always real. Agreed. Your perception can trick you up. So that's so you think that your perception to... can alter your expectation or have an effect or result of your expectation because of how you perceive. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. It works that way because they are all both they're both on the same level: expectations and perceptions. You know, they all they all have a shade of gray. Where you can, there's a margin of error that's in both of those categories. But Correct. if you believe in God, right, mm-hmm. faith and hope, that takes you to a whole different thing about your expectations and perceptions because you see things differently, you feel things differently, you see and think things differently. So if you're in the carnal world where, okay, look, so uh, God had these angels, right, and uh, the ones who wanted to rebel got angry because they didn't have free will to think and do what they want to do like man. So why would God, man, that they, you know, they work with a person they've been working with all the time, give man free will and not give it to the angels and the archangels, right? So then look, so then when people perceive that, oh, these are harsh winds, they have no idea that there is a higher order that's creating these winds and these rains. That's a part of their lack of developed perception, okay? And so they expect that maybe that it's not going to hit us because, you know, like they expect that's like it's totally irrational. Oh, no, it's not going to come to Delaware Valley. It's not going to come past uh, uh, Savannah. Those are your expectations. It has nothing to do with your perceptions of what's real because you're hoping out of an irrational uh, level versus the rational level. Your perceptions will get you closer to reality than your expectations will. You see what I'm saying? Cause that's Absolutely. Absolutely. That's Jesse Jackson. That's Jesse Jackson. Just keep hoping. Keep up alive. <laughs> keep uh, up alive. You know, Al Sharpton. Let's keep, let's, uh, let's keep hoping. That's uh, the church you go to every Sunday. Let's keep hope alive. Because as a matter of fact, you know that Donald Trump ain't doing nothing too good for black folks. And you also know that, uh, you know, like uh, the KKK is alive and well. And you know the police are going to shoot you every chance they get. So right. your expectations that you're hoping that they won't do that, but you know for a fact that they're going to do it every chance they get. So, you see, you're talking about things where there is a shade of gray, and so it's in a carnal world. But uh, if you move out of the carnal world and get into a spiritual realm, things happen differently in the spiritual realm. And that's why black folks, Negroes, ought to go to church because they don't know nothing about the spiritual realm. All they know is about the police and uh, the law enforcement. All that's carnal. And how I look and how I sound, that's all carnal. Ain't got nothing to do with your belief and your expectation in God. All right? You see what I'm saying? Agreed. So you're on a heavy topic. You're on a heavy yes. topic. 
But yes. people are not going to work with you on a heavy topic because they want to be glib. Oh, yeah, well, listen, this evil. show, we, we are get open to... You can't get them to think. We, we are open to different observations, and I appreciate what you said as far as expectations and the gray area of where your belief comes from. Now, the strong belief expectation, the strong belief can be a belief as little as a mustard seed, the expectation of, you know, being able to see God and Christ. So the expectation is something that will. It's always a future thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it could be both Mm -hmm. good or bad. And your perception usually is your awareness of the moment in your action, your activity, and what's going on. You're actually in that thing. So you you know what I mean? You're doing it real good. See, you're so heavy. This topic right here is so heavy. Yes, ma'am. What you're talking about right now is so heavy. Most people don't want to deal with nothing heavy. Listen, not on this show, we get heavy. It is not high-fiving or trying to learn trying to learn what uh what the 23rd. See, you're trying to teach what the 23rd song means and the Lord's prayer means. Oh, the Lord see, is what my What you're shepherd. trying to do right now is trying to teach them something very heavy. Yes, ma'am. You gotta keep it. You gotta keep it superficial and carnal. Oh no, you know? I can't do. That. Oh yeah, yeah. I, so we, the thing is, if you keep it, if you go this, see, you too deep right now. So if you keep oh. it superficial, they get it. You know, get it. Oh get it. man, listen, but right I can't. now you're just being too deep. <laughs> it's like you're taking the Sunday school and you're talking so deep right now. It's like, why is she taking us to this academic thing, all right? They may have not gone to Sunday school in a while. I need y'all to go to Sunday school with me, please. <laughs> Sunday school is the first day of school. Sunday school, it teaches you how to behave. It teaches you morality. It teaches you how to love. It teaches you love. That's what Sunday school is about. It teaches you how to behave when you go to school because you're a heathen so that those teachers can teach you something. But most of the kids that go there, they ain't never been to Sunday school. So guess what the teachers are doing? Trying to educate a bunch of heathens. And so guess what you're trying to do right now? You're trying to tell them their expectations and your perceptions. You're doing something so heavy, they ain't even trying to hear you right now. You know, you know, tell them, look, Negro, stop expecting nothing that you ain't got no faith and no foundation in. Your foundation, your expectation has to be grounded. It has to be grounded and rooted into something real. Your perceptions will tell you uh, tell you about where your expectations led you, but if you're just an ignorant person, you're just going to be a fool. And the Bible tells you, oh. run from a fool, right? Don't, so don't be a look. fool. We got look, 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 We got we got a lot of people running around like Donald Trump, and he is a fool. Trust, look at him. You know, you know he's a fool. Look at the KKK. It was down in Charlotte, North Carolina. You know their expectation was look, any black person come here, we're going to shoot and kill him. And guess what they did? The perception was when they saw a Negro out there talking about protesting, they made their expectations. They were disappointed because they thought, no, black people are going to show up here because they are afraid. That was their perception. They were uh-huh. dead wrong because they showed up. And guess what? They had to have that fight. So, you see, you're talking about something that is so heavy. It's complex. It's I like that. Heavy. I like that you okay. said that because you even what you're saying is making me think because you said that, their perception was that these people didn't, couldn't, wasn't going to come. But right, because they're scared. I that felt, was their, but I felt like yeah. there was their expectation that they weren't going to come. Because the expect, see, the perception is what it is, like being aware of what's going on in that moment through senses. So they can't they sense that these they, people. They expected for them not to show up. Right. Their perception, their perception showed them. Was they weren't totally going to show up because of, okay. Yeah. 
because of the fear that they have of them. But the expectation shows them wrong. You do before of a cause. Exactly. And then they had to do something Before there is a because, there is an expectation. After the because, there is a perception. Before the because, it's the expectation. Because expectation comes without, uh, not that it comes without a because, because we can have an expectation because, um, but everybody well, knows see, that's the great area. That's the great Everybody yes. knows that it. it's irrational. Look, I will expect this if I do this, this, and this. It's totally irrational. It's like you ain't did nothing to make uh, this uh, this plant grow. So all of a sudden you just think it's just going to grow because you did nothing to it. Oh, no, no. They expect things that are irrational because they want to get by. It's like getting over. You said that earlier. You're expecting things. You got When you expect things, you got to grow what you expect. So that you, when your perception of what happens will be more real. So you're dealing more with irrational, irrational yes. and irrational. You're dealing with something that's very, very, very serious. It's still in their plaything. People have to go to church and get spiritually trained to have this conversation with you. Right now, I don't know who your listenership is, but guess what? You just can't have this conversation with people who are just not ready. You know, like Boy Scouts go in the Cub Scouts go in the Boy Scouts, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, foot soldiers go in the generals and sergeants and lieutenants. No, you just can't have this conversation with anybody because they ain't ready. They ain't ready, so but you, you gotta, know what? They have to be teach, ready. You got to teach the people. You got to teach the people who are ready to hear, like, okay, you know you're being irrational. Most people want to be irrational, and they don't care what you got to say. They want to be irrational because they are irrational. Now, you're trying to, like, uh, help them out a bit. Well, people uh-huh. want to be irrational. They want to have expectations and deal with their perceptions. And then be mad with everybody because whatever they thought was going to happen didn't happen. Because True. I do believe thing. that people have expectations to set themselves up for failure to make themselves their perception because they're realistic. irrational. They're yeah, being it, it, expectations. Expectations have so many personalities. Expectations that it could be uh, most expectations take you to irrationality. It's irrational what you're expecting. Because you ain't did nothing for whatever you expecting. You ain't even need the labor to expect whatever you expecting. So it's irrational. It's irrationality. And the perception, once you perceive the thing that you thought you expected, whatever else, this is like basic kindergarten, all right? See, once you get beyond expectation and perception, there's a thing called reality. See, there's exactly. a whole bunch of things that be, is beyond perception. And to continue what you said, that reality beyond perceiving, you get to reality, and that's maturity. Exactly. Because in our perception, perception grows up. Yeah. When perception grows up, it becomes reality. That's another personality. Okay. That's another um, persona. You got it. So you know, I'm aware of the topic. I'm aware. So we're talking about irrationality. We're talking about being irrational, not logical, not reasonable, unreasonable, illogical, not having any basis, unfounded. So sometimes our expectations come from an unfounded place. Like you said, they assume that the black people wouldn't come because they would be scared. That's a lot. That's not logical. That's not logic. That's just an observation that you found from either history or maybe an experience that you had prior to. Sometimes we build our expectations from, thank you for um, commenting. I appreciate you. You can hold the line. And, you know, if you stay around, I definitely will sure have some, some more questions to talk to you about. But a lot of times 
we set ourselves up in these expectations and Sometimes the failure is from ourselves. When you have yourself, when you set up yourself for expectation and you have this illogical, irrational reasoning behind it, what do you, what's the outcome that you're expecting from this? And like I said again, sometimes our expectations come from previous experiences. One hand washes the other. However, they're two separate hands. What I feel in my one hand is not going to be felt in the other hand. So what happened in one circumstance is not the same situation that's going to happen in another, so you can't expect that. What happened with your mother and you when you guys went shopping and she bought you that toy or that lipstick was one. The next, the very next time y'all come or you guys go and or you go with someone else, you cannot have the same expectation of what had transpired prior to. It's just not logical. So the way in our perception is ever so needing to be continually able to change in circumstances because each individual circumstance will require a certain type of perception, a certain skill to perceive a certain way in, in a, a way. You go to school, you know what I mean, and they want you to <clears throat> do a theory or an experiment. You can have an expectation that it's going to go this way, however, the teacher may want you to utilize these specific tools. So your perception has to change on how you're going to physically do what it is that your teacher is expecting you to do. Your perception has to change because you're only working with specific things. Sometimes our environment changes the characteristics of what we perceive and what we can possibly expect of a thing because these different things, different Different strokes for different folks. That's, that's the best way I could put it right there. There are different strokes for different folks. There are different reasons behind things that happen, and we cannot enforce our own carnal, in, unstable, it, unlogical, um, irrational perceptions on these things. We just can't. DJ Chill, I wanted you to go ahead and speak on um, what you think your ex expectations are and how perception has to do with it, how perception deals with it as well or has an effect of. Well, uh, shucks. Uh... It's this this is such a it's, man, I mean she just hit it. This is really a deep, heavy topic. It's, there's no way to go <laughs> but well wait okay. with it. Because perceptions, oh, Jesus Christ. It could be anything. It could be just like a beautiful woman. You see that beautiful woman, they always say, Don't trust a big butt and a pretty smile. Because <laughs> you never know who, what you're going to expect. And then you got people who actually one day might sit up and act like they're really nice towards you, and you find out that they're purely evil. You're like, wait a minute. All this time, you was this way, and now you're that way? Sometimes you might buy a bag on outfit. God knows it was made by somebody, you know, and you sit up there and bend over and your outfit just rips. Hey, wait a minute. I spent all this money for it. It just ripped. So things just happen. Same thing with a car. 
get the car fired out, they got problems with it. So every time your perception of what you want or what you need could change. Could be changing for the good, could be changing for the bad. But what you really want in your life and what you perceive to create yourself to be is the challenge. That's the challenge. And now everybody don't know who the hell they want to be. They keep on seeing everything every day and find out something new every daggone year. Everybody changes up. It's, imagine your phone. You get a new cell phone. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you walked around with the cell phones that we used to have 10 years ago. What would everybody think of you? Right. They'll look at you as a nut, and you're a young buck walking around like, yeah, I got my phone. They're like, you big, did you see these big flat screens we got on, this, on these telephones? Are you kidding me? And you're walking around with that that thing? What the hell is that? Then they're going to think of you as a nut or a moron or somebody who just ain't got it all. Hey, are you, are and why you is that? Is that from their perception or their expectation? Their expectation that's, of what you should have or their perception of what's no longer in? Both. So that's what the lady was exactly. Those Both. are the gray areas. Because sometimes they can be, you know, both negative situations. So oh. I agree. Agree. And it's a shame because everybody wants to be beautiful and and they want to be happy. Well, at least most of the people in the world do. Mm-hmm. Some people just really are really trained to become evil. And maybe that's because they want to be in the service or something or they just had a bad experience in life where they just hate everybody. They can't be around people no more. They just, they got to do distraught disfigurements to different people because they're insane now. They just lost it. Like, I just got to rip your eyeballs out. The hell you into, dog? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's, that's some people that's out here that really has that mindset. And it's a shame because they might be working amongst you as regular people. Look, you have white people that come over there and go to work and have the daggone, the Mohawks, and having all this daggone gar stuff, and they talk to you like, hey, so anyway, would you like to have a seat right here? And you're looking at them like, did you just talk to me? You look like you're freaking hideous. Are you talking <laughs> you like you're educated? You can't remind. You're always calling somebody ugly. But it's, it's, it's real, man. But then let a black man come. <laughs> pants off, hang it down, and you know, have one two left feet and and clothing looking like whatever. And then he talking, he's like, "So excuse me, could you pass the potatoes?" You like, hey, wait a minute, the hell are you dressed like that? You talking like you educated? Then the educated one, no, the ones that's um not educated, they like, hey, let me put on a suit and tie. And they walk up to you like, oh, man, you better keep my stuff. Not brushing your head. You're like, oh, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Damn. You have a suit and tie talking to me like that? I thought you was, mm-hmm. I thought you was a minister or, 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 or a imam or something. What the hell is you? 
It's sad. So, I mean, honestly, even in what you just spoke about, even in religion, some people have expectations in religion. Some people have um, a perception of what the religious practice should, you know, the decorum it should follow. Your expectation will come from when I was a little girl. You know, I would have these feelings. I would, you know, I, I'm going to go to the the poem "Salvation" by Langston Hughes, and he spoke about being raised in the church, young boy, always, you know, being sitting on the the pew, and they were sweating, and they was waving their fans and moving their hands and shouting and praising God. And when they went up to get saved, they hollered, and God just fell upon them, and they were saved. And I know that they were saved because of the way that they moved their body and the way that they yelled out and said, I'm saved. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So my aunt told me one day that I needed to go up and be saved. But in my mind, I'm thinking salvation came from a feeling. And I ain't feel nothing yet. I sat on that pew every Sunday and looking for the feeling, waiting for God. So I felt so overwhelmed about the fact that my aunt assumed that I should have been ready that I just said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and be saved. So when I went up to the pulpit, I was waiting. I sat there and I looked at that pastor and I was waiting for an emotion to come over my body and it didn't happen. And I just saw in my peripheral vision everybody staring at me waiting for God to come into my life. I was waiting to raise my hand and yell, thank you, Jesus, I'm saved. But it didn't happen. So I forced it. I forced what it was that I had, I perceived was supposed to come of my salvation. And that night he said he cried and he wept. He only cried two times in his life was then and and maybe when his mother died or something like that. But his expectation of what salvation was, his expectation of what it was to be in a space to touch God was to raise your hand and say, thank you, Jesus, I'm saved. And so this was a in my undergrad in Afri- African-American history, and they asked us, you know, do you think that he was saved? And, you know, what did we think about his perception of what salvation was and do you think that because of what he's perceived took away what it was that he would was to expect as far as being saved did it take it away so me my response was I thought that he was saved because first of all he believed there there was a God so he didn't have to go up there and say thank you Jesus I'm saved he just had to believe with his heart and he didn't have to make a mockery go up to the pulpit and show everybody that he was that because he was, because he felt it. He knew it. He knew there was God. I feel like sometimes perception and expectation comes from uncertainty. And when you are in a position of uncertainty, you want and desire to have something to look forward to from previous experience, from something that you've seen, from something that you desire. And Perception and expectation, like um, one of my the callers said, they are very gray areas because there are goods and there's bads. Just like, you know, they say publicity. All publicity is good publicity or, you know, so we think it's not because of the way that we perceive. If I see a superstar and her booty is out or she look crazy and ratchet, I'm like, I didn't expect that. My perception right now is that baby girl is broke. Because why would she be coming out in shoes and sweatpants? My expectation just, it was all failed. 
I was expecting her to come out in blood shoes, red bottoms, Jimmy shoes, but she came out in Adidas. So, you know, expectation and perception is everything. It's golden, golden, yeah. Because let me just be honest with you. A friend of mine today was having a conversation with me, and we were conversing. Let's be clear. We were conversing. And she went on to talk about unhappy people, and, you know, we were just had a plethora of conversations. And I just was honest to her and told her about where I was at in my life and how happy I was because I had no expectations. Um, and the expe- expectations I do have are because I'm actively working towards it. Now, my expectation has no date, has no time on it. It has no um, magnitude of you know, how much I'm going to accomplish at a specific time. My expectation is the fact that I'm going to succeed. My expectation comes from me perceiving myself to be a successful woman. And my expectation comes from the fact that every day I'm diligently putting forth the effort to continue to maintain a space of success. So that's why earlier I said, in addition to the caller stating that the gray area comes from just the amount and the measure and the belief that is behind it. If it is realistic, and that's what we said, reality, you know, failed at its expectations, because if it's realistic, then it's realistic. You know what I mean? Um, You can have an idea. You can have a presumption. You can have a desire. You know what I mean? Um, but unless you know that the expectation is is attainable, is realistic, then just simmer down. Reevaluate your thoughts. Because like I said, I did say that I do believe that some perceptions and expectations do come from people not having a, a real full awareness and a full understanding and observation of things. Why? Because we become so stagnant in the things that we are consistent with, the things that I say that the things that we are used to, the things that we are traditioned to believe and think and feel, when in all reality, every day something changes. On Serafina, 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 you're the one. Y'all got to see that movie. However, in the movie Serafina, it talks, Whoopi Goldberg says, you know, Serafina asked her something, and Serafina, um, Whoopi Goldberg goes, all you have is today and today and today. We're not talking about tomorrow. We're not going to talk about yesterday. We're not going to talk about, the, you know, last week. But she said all we have is today and today and today. And not for just right now, like, oh, today is Wednesday and all day. No, like today as in today is right now. I have no time on today because I know that it says that it is 5.53, but I want the time. You know, not even I want the time. I just, just appreciate. I think that people have less failures because a failure is something that you feel like you did not accomplish or achieve. And I think that that perception, too, is something about individual because if you may not have achieved it in that moment, then might not have been a failure because you may have learned something through whatever it is that you were trying to accomplish. You may have not accomplished that, so let's just put a pin in it. But you accomplish knowing that what it is that you try to do in order to accomplish it didn't work. So you succeeded in learning. I Listen, my friends think that I'm too overly positive, 
because when negative things go on in my life, I am a sucker, okay? I cry like a baby. I'm like a, they call me a thug in a cocktail dress. Let's just be clear about who I am. I'm a thug in a cocktail dress because I'm usually very hard, strong, very like, you know, okay, that, that glass is half empty and we're going to just fill it up with some new water or drink. But I am... I'm optimistic. That song on beach that she said, don't be pessimistic when the world gets bumpy. Just smile, smile, smile and be happy. I mean, it's so much easier to do. When I have these negative things that come into my life that I want to change, when I cannot change them, the serenity prayer comes into my life. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the knowledge to know to change, to accept the things God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The knowledge, let's look that up. <laughs> the knowledge to understand the things that I cannot and the wisdom to know the difference is what that that is. So for me in my life, although I didn't really know that mantra verbatim, I use it by saying what I can fix, I'm going to fix it, and I'm going to do it well. What I can't fix, it ain't my time to fix it, and I'm going to put a Band-Aid on it. And what I will never be able to fix or change, there will be footsteps while he carries me on my journey. And that has been the premise and the the foundation and the structure and the core of what builds me. I have gone through my phases where I've had expectations. I have gone through my phases where I've had perceptions, and those were the times and the days that I've had my most insecurities because I was not in that moment able to understand how to um, utilize those English words in my life to what they mean for the English dictionary. I'll put it like that. So in those moments, I was very uncertain. I was very insecure. I was very, um, you know, closed in because I felt like too many things I had no control over because I was certain that what experience I had at one point was going to transpire and be the same, had the same effect, the same outcome, the same this, that, and the third. Next, that, I mean, honestly, I'm still working on some things because that's so funny that I said that because... That could, your expectation, your perception of what happened one time when, you know, maybe you really needed somewhere to stay, you really needed money, you really needed food, and it wasn't just on a flyby, oh, this is what I need. No, like, it was sincere, like, I needed it. And someone, people, your family members, your loved ones, did not um, cater to your need, not a want, but a need. So in that your expectation, your perception changed of who those people were and who you can count on. And then the next time you need it, you had an expectation that these people were going to do the same exact thing that happened prior to. So that's why I'm saying those things that we are afraid of, those things that we cannot control really does alter and have an effect, a result of how we perceive and expect things. So first and foremost, what we need to do is to make sure that we are aware of change. We are aware of difference. We are aware of the unknown because when we are really fully understanding that this, that's what it is, that's life. Life is change. Life is unknowing. Life is taking a walk on the wild side. Be wild. Be young, wild, and free at every age. Live life. Had this woman who really inspired me to be who I am today in addition to 
you know, already being this, but she really pushed me to want to tap into this greatness of just like, ah, everybody just say, ah, do it, do it. Because that anxiety and the things that we place in our minds to be the forefront really has an effect on everything. Even if you're listening to this show, I might have said something wrong. If you listened to my show last night and you was on your dean, you might have been like, Lady T is off the Yosenberger today. She seemed like she all over. Yeah, that happens. It happens, but you had an expectation that I was going to come in here and blow it out like I usually do, and I'm going to do that. But let me tell you, it has to happen. You know what I mean? We have no control over those things. So if you came on there and instead of having the energy of, oh, my God, she messed up, oh, my God, she said this, oh, my God, she sound crazy, you put that energy out there that, listen, wow, I wonder if something's going on. I, I pray that all is well. You know what I mean? I hope nothing's wrong. And it, and it, it can, you know, that energy shifts people. It shifts those things. Just like when you bring negative energy into it, I can feel that bad boy. Don't come on this show with your negative vibe, shawty. Like, what you mean? I'm all positivity. You know what I mean? I just want, listen, listen. If you're on this show right now and you're listening, I just want y'all to come through. Give me some positive. Get, be positive. You don't even have to. If you want to come through, I would I would love for you to come in and give you insight and your um, advice on what you feel about expectations and how you feel perception has a result or an effect of, you know, what you expect. Um, but, yeah, come through. Every Wednesday, every other Wednesday I'm on this bad boy. You know what I mean? I'm on here, and we just talk that talk because we want to walk that walk. And, no, I don't have all the answers. No, I'm not really coming from no theological book that's thick. No, it's my life, y'all, like for real. My life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine. Oh, sunshine. See, these singers, they be challenging me to push it to the limit. No, I'm good. Well, I can't really sing like that. But if I had my girl Firecracker or uh, Lady Dre or any of them on here, they'd be blowing it out for y'all. But I'm just going to listen. I am the radio today. Nevertheless, you know, you got expectations. My brother called me. I'm on the radio right now. My baby boy called me. He has called me. He has locked his keys in the door in the car with my dog. At this moment while I'm on here, he called me on another line when my callers were talking. My baby boy said, sis, I need you to come get me. Mello is locked in the, the car, hot, and I need you to come get me. Okay, I'm on the phone. I'm still trying to figure out where the key is, where this is. This young man expected for the key to be where he left it. I went to the key where I expected it to be because the young man said it was going to be there. And the key is not there, people. And my doggie's in the car, and her heart's hot and sad right now. So that young brother needs to go ahead and use his AAA. I just had a conversation with him yesterday about using the AAA that he pays for. He's like, nah, nah, emergencies only. Well, listen, brother, you don't have a key, spare or available. <laughs> so I need you to expect to use that good old AAA in your time of need. My brother, let's just be clear about when expectations and perceptions should come in. It should come in and be evident and clear when mofos is in your space that ain't supposed to be in your space. Have an expectation that those people are trying to take you out of here, okay? Because people's motives are not pure. We are so hung up on the things that are right in front of our face that are carnal, as my caller said, that we get caught up in those things where we can't even make logical sense of the shit that really actually is supposed to be catered to. 
you worrying about, I had expectation that Tammy was going to break up with Tommy. Can't believe they still together. What in the world? I, what? I saw it. Uh, she told me, so it ain't no perception. She told me that he was talking to her aggressively. I was expecting her, yeah, that's trauma. When we, we got all these expectations on stuff that don't have nothing to do with our progression and elevation. B- listen, the world is coming and going, okay? Every second we like, pure, 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 pure. These expectations that you have that don't have nothing to do with putting food in your mouth, money in your pockets, clothes on your back, and a roof over your head, I need you to sit down and be humble on it. And I want you to put a pen in it. And keep it there. Keep the pen in it on the wall and don't touch it. Because the way that we are set up and the way that we make things priority in our lives has an effect on everybody else in our lives. The people around you, your expectations, your perceptions, what you put out there has an effect on the people around you. You got to put out goodness. You got to expect greatness. Expect greatness. If you want to expect anything, Expect R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Expect it because you give it, you know? This this is real, y'all. This is real. I had that conversation today because people get their heart broken. People go crazy. People go thin line between love and hate on your ass if you don't do what I thought you was going to do. What? You ain't... I told my baby boy, listen, I'm on the phone with you every night. I need to stop being on the phone with you every night because as soon as you don't want to be on the phone with Lady T, talk about a shout-out on a lockdown love dedication on my radio show. I'm telling you, these expectations are just not good, you know? Like, I, we can go to a thin line between love and the heat. Shorty was crazy. She was not all there. She had an expectation that he was going to love her better than he did. He can't love her. Martin Lawrence don't love nobody but Gina, baby. So, you know, you need to reflect on who and what you are and the foundation that gives you these beliefs, that provides you these perceptions, that provides you these um assumptions, you know what I mean? Try to figure out where those motives come from. Everything that we do has a motive. Even if you don't think it, every time you move your foot, that motive is to get to the next destination. Every time you smack your lips, that motive is to get somebody's attention. Every time you blink, that motive is to moisture your eyeballs, moisture it. You know what I mean? So everything that we do has a motive. So if you we have these motives, that's natural. Motives are natural. You don't have to literally know what it is that drives your gears to do what you do, but they are. It's just innate. Just have a motivation to to go. You may not have the motivation to go. You may not feel like you have the motivation to go, but the fact that you are going has an inkling of motivation. You have to change your perception, people. You thought that I ain't motivated today. I came to work and I ain't motivated. Well, let me tell you, let me tell you what you're motivated to do. You're motivated to get some money. You may not have been motivated to get your to work, but you are motivated to get some money. I know I got some callers on the line. Press star eight. Don't be scared. Don't be on here talking. I can talk. That's what I do. Lady T talks. I mean, that's what T stands for. Lady talk. 
Press star eight. Give me some feedback on what you feel. Let me know what I'm saying is real. You know what I mean? Or I'm just going to feel like I'm just like that. My expectations is going to go up on it, I guess. I'm going to perceive I'm like that. Don't nobody want to come and talk to me? Let me stop stomping because I don't know if y'all can hear that. I'm a hype. I'm hype right now, you know. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the yeah. neighborhood. What's up with you? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you, 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 you bringing out monkeys and grape apes and all types of stuff. These people can't handle what the hell you saying, girl. They're like, what in the world? She's know, telling man. the truth, the absolute truth, not nothing but the truth. So you but Lord, he. Hello, you're going to have pastors talking about, wait a minute, let me just play this one more time. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, that's what I'm saying, like, honestly, because I don't come with no book behind me. Like, of course, I'm educated and I'm continuing to educate myself. But I'm telling you, this is my experience, y'all. This is how I move. This is what has been my makeup. I have had so many expectations. One of my my, um, fellow hosts, Spoke yesterday of a very sensitive topic, and just a brief on it about, um, you know, just being um, um, suicidal thoughts, having suicidal thoughts, people. That's an expectation. That's a perception. That's a cry. Like, all these things go hand in hand. This conversation is for anybody who's listening today and tomorrow and today and today and tomorrow to understand that you 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 matter. And although Kevin uh, Cat Williams is off the Yosenberger with his comics and stuff. He said, you got to know who your star player is, not the star player that um, the star player is not who you think it is. That's why some people got it jacked up. Some people think the star player is. Tasha, you ain't never going to be nothing. Get in here. Why are you singing so loud? You'll never be a star. You need to go to school, go to work, get a nine-to-five, and pay bills. That's all it is, all that freedom, that stardom that you got going on. Uh Uh-uh. Broken. Tasha, come here, baby. Let me touch you, baby. I mean, you're so pretty, girl. I like your hair. Let me touch your hair, Tasha. Broken. Tasha, you dumb. One plus one is three, duh. You're so stupid. Broken. You feel me? That's not your star player. Don't ever think that the details that are in, embedded in you, <clears throat> excuse me, is your star player. What comes through those darts? What comes through those words? What comes through those actions? Are your is your star player? The the what you the process how you process that those is your runner ups those is the pe those is your your uh your decoys what they call them your um when you got an actress is a uh that's your um understudy <laughs> thought I wasn't going over that that's your understudy those people breaking you your brokenness is your understudy that ain't even know who you are stop trying to don't try to fix that. Understand what it is. Understand those words. Understand that action. Understand that experience and get to your star player. Get through it and don't carry that stuff because it'll take you out. It'll take you out of here to have you suicidal and it'll have you suicided. Suicidal and suicidal. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? Yeah, I got to admit, man, my pastor, he always say, you know, always speaking and thinking excellence. And I and I get that because you want to train your mind to think, you know, positive. Exactly. Right. But one thing I notice, no matter what you do, Amy, if you happen to, you know, fall in that line, when people get on drugs, 
she, <laughs> their perception is, oh, I got this. And then when they do it, they want more. And they do whatever it takes to get more. You ever see a crackhead? They will work five hours to get what they want. Then they might work. They, they get that five hours. They go, and they get what they want. And then if they get a bad batch, guess what? <laughs> they go right back and work again. <laughs> five hours. And, and go, keep going until they get what they want. Problem is, you never could check. Because all it is is a damn freaking game. All it is is just a 52 fake out. Why, chill? Why is it a 52 fake out? Because your expectation and what you're doing in order to take care of what it is that you are trying to take care of is a mesmer, is a trick. That's what expectation is. This One of the synonyms is to mesmerize or trick yourself or to conjure up something. So I'm going back and I'm getting these drugs and I'm getting in on this drug because why? You don't know who your star player is. You see in your understudies, and you're still hungry. You want to know why you're hungry? Because you're not seeing the star player. You only see the understudy, okay? Ten, fifteen dollars You can't keep feeding these understudies. You feel me? Because if you actually face reality head on the way that you need it to, you will understand that these things are really not even conducive. You know what I mean? We shut down. We shut ourselves out, and we let the understudy take forth. We, we let them go, go ahead of star. No. It's sky, then star. You can't throw a star up in the sky if there's no sky. Okay. I know. I'm a little excited. That's okay. Hey, so I mean, yo, girls, look, I got to play this show over and over again. You and Firecracker and it. Y'all, y'all, y'all. I'm got control when I think I like it. One you know what? Shoot. So listen, that's all. I'm telling you, I'm giving you a little piece of Lady T. TCMR, if you're nasty. You know what I mean? I'm giving you a little piece of me, you know, giving you a piece that I've got. Because I want peace. I want harmony. I want love. You know what I mean? I want what was created in our bodies first. Initially, the first that's what that started pumping was your heart, baby. Don't leave without that. Don't leave without that. Come on now. That pump, that source, you got to leave with that. You got to think with that first. Yeah, if you don't leave with that, then you you be all jacked up dealing with emotions. If you have if you are an emotional person, check in, check in, check in on a couch on somebody's couch. And I'm being realistic as a up and coming therapist. I advise anybody, even if it's not a because a, <clears throat> I'm holistic. I, I'm desired to be a holistic therapist where you know no medications, just come sit, let's talk, let's vibe out. But sit and talk to somebody who is wise. So many wise people out there that's broke. I said, there's so many wise people out there that's baroque. I learned from a homeless man on the street, one of the most prolific, just, I mean, just thinking about it just reminds me of how humbleness really elevates you. Awareness and understanding and discernment really elevate you. Not money. 
that money don't elevate you. Money actually take you away. It take you away. Yeah, we need money. I'm not saying it. I'm not that person that just says, oh, it's money and you know, that's just what it is. No, I need money. You know, money makes the world go round. However, when the money stops, the world will still keep going around if you guys didn't know it. <laughs> How you doing? So be able to be broke, okay? And I'm not, you know, we need <clears throat> money to pay bills, this, that, and the third. But a lot of times our motives come from feeling like money um, is debt. What what we need in order to, <clears throat> it was hard for me to say it because it was open-ended. We feel that money is that what is needed to make it through. Because every day, that's what I'm saying, y'all. We go to work and we have this expectation to pay bills, but y'all niggas is mad when y'all can pay bills. My brother the other day pulled out a stack of bills and he got a stack of money too. And he was like, man, I hate paying bills. I'm like, bruh, give me that money. You hate paying bills, don't pay them then. Give them to me. But thank God that you can pay bills. We we are so conditioned to complain about the little things like, oh, we pay these bills and then we don't have any money left over. But baby boy and baby girl, if you did not even have the money to pay those bills, then what? Then you'll be up ship's creep on that. So that's what I'm saying. You got to be, be, be appreciative of today and today and today. That's what I'm going back to today, today and today. Stop. Stop it. Chill. You know, Chill. I got to admit, you just hit something. You just, girl, I don't think people realize, <laughs> but it seems like when you broke, you come up with the best damn ideas. Right. <laughs> Guess what? And as soon as you get that money, the idea you thought about when you was broke, gone. it's gone. It's gone. You know why? Because your expectation and your perception is so much more um, genuine and fervent in your humble times. You are more humble when you ain't got no dough, broke ass, because they ain't got cash hole. When you are broke, you have so much more um, to be appreciative of to where you think of stuff that broke people can utilize. And then you get money and don't even, oh, man, that's a, that was a joke. You know and what, so are you. Funny. Imagine if, if we was rich like Caucasians and they was broke like we was in slavery. I wonder how life would be for us. Will we be? Well, we did have money back in the day when we. Were old I was going to say that they, 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 they took money from that. us. We had we had the gold <laughs> before there was currency. The Africans had gold, and for every dollar, you had two things of gold. Like money, actually, currency used to have more weight because it used to be like two or three pounds of the, the gold, and then it then it was two, then it was one. Now it's zero. Why was it? Why did it go zero? Because when. Africans and the people who initially were here had the gold. They started to depreciate the gold by the money. Now the money is depreciated because these mofos got all our gold. We were straightening in our gold for their paper, and now they got our gold, and it's trying to make us buy back the gold that they took from us. But that's neither here nor there. I'm going to digress on that conversation because, listen, you got to have gold mentality without the gold. At all times, you can't get the gold and then not have, you know what I mean, and then have a white gold mentality. Be appreciative of what it is that you have and you know. Black, you saying, you know, what if black people used to have the money? We had the money, but guess what? We never really needed the money because we were so inventful 
and we were so um, <clears throat> knowledgeable when it came to our right side where we can just make things up and be creative, then we ain't really need money. We ain't really know about this drawing because we it wasn't no such thing. It was barter system. I know how to make a tomato, and let me have one of your oranges. I know how to shuck peas. Let me cook them for you. And you know, in your you know, it was called the barter system. Then there was a guy old system. Then there was the industrial revolution before. That it was the depression. So all these things are made up to desensitize you and have you as a robot without the battery and the remote people. Be desensitized. Be desensitized, but be desensitized to the malarkey that it is that they are making you guys pay attention to because you don't want to lose yourself. You don't want to be going day in and day out to um, to jobs and all of that and not really know who you are. Bro, yeah, I mean, like, come on. Some of these people that I'll be talking to all the time, I don't care how old you are. You talk to me, you better come correct, because I'm looking at you like, what's up? I mean, like, what is you saying? All right, you got the collar on. All right, you got the shoes on. But what you really talking about? You know what I mean? I had a lot of girlfriends. I don't even really hang out with girls like that, honestly, because <clears throat> they crazy. Women are crazy. Girls, women, whatever you want to call them, they're crazy. I don't get too close because I'm crazy too, but my crazy is just a little crazier than yours, so we'll just be separated. But in the event, I had it all screwed up. I'm thinking I might have been a little mean girl on the low. You had to have look like this. You had to da 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 and that, that, that. And it wasn't like I was looking for an outer appearance. However, I felt like the fly matched a little bit more when it came to my friends if my, my peoples was, you know what I mean, fly like me. But these hoes that dress real nice and look real nice and their hair is 32 inches and a half and their bundles is three plus <clears throat> is some insecure women. Very, 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 very insecure because they are living in an expectation and a perception of mesmerized uh, trickery. Ah, y'all like that word. They are living in a moment of mesmerized trickery, okay? And they think that what they're doing every day when their left and right moves is uh, the motive behind it is pure. When they get near me, we go out, we have a conversation, we talk, and we just sat in the third vibe and just sat in the third, and you want some, you you acting fugazi. You acting like my DJ Chill say, you acting like a noodle. You acting like a noodle. Don't act like a noodle. That's whack. You know what I mean? We've been together. We've been hanging out. We're cooling. And because I could sit and I want to talk to this crowd or that crowd or these people want to talk to me because I'm a networker, you feel in some type of way. What? What? Please, I can't have people that feel some type of way about how I move because you might as well call me Sir Move a lot because I move. I'm saying that to say that you have expectations of even the people who you have around you. That's why you all jacked up, bruh, because you won't hang out with that dude that's wearing a busted felines because he said that he's not patronizing these um companies that is – you, Tommy Hilfiger who said he races, Victoria's Secret who said you can't put on her bra if you ain't a double D. You know what I mean? Different stuff like that. You hanging out with these people who are superficial and they don't even know their own name. But the person that don't look the part, you won't sit down with, but they're going to teach you how to make money and they're going to teach you how to save and they're going to teach you how to know who you are. So y'all keep on hanging out with these bougies if y'all want to. Y'all can be bougie together, try to figure it out. I don't want no parts of it. You know what I mean? Let me be corny. I always say that. Honestly, I always call my friends corny. They be like, T, if I'm corny, why are you hanging out with me? Because honestly, let's just be clear. I like corny people. And I can't help that. You know what I mean? I don't really want nobody too legit. 
I don't even really know what that is. Like, you know, what's legit? Too legit to quit. Hey, hey. What time is it? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I still got more time to vibe out with y'all. So if you if you think about it today, too, how often do you have an expectation or a perception about something? Let's just round about throughout the day. How often do you have an expectation or a perception? Mm. I don't know. I'm so spontaneous. I'm just I I just move. I got my mind now just to, to move like thunder. And uh, damn, I don't even know how thunder moves. You can't even see it. <laughs> Ain't that something? <laughs> I like it. You don't know how thunder moves, which means that you're capricious. I say the same yeah. thing, Jill. Like I'm capricious. Like I don't know how I'm moving today. It's, it's like I'm with the wind right now. So okay. So you can't say. Do you think? And I'm being real. Do you think that financial stability has an effect? And does it alter in not stability finances, period, whether it be stable, whether it be unstable? Do you think that that has a result or an effect on the levels and the difference of the way that we perceive and expect things? Do you think that money changes that? It can if, you, if your mind is, is at that point where you have to live off of money because if you didn't have damn money, if you live down south and you didn't and you and you then you know the stores is like ten miles away, three miles away, whatever, and you didn't feel like walking because some people had to walk, literally walk in the dark. Some people, you know, got the car, but if you didn't feel like going, hey, what would you do? You would sit up there and live off the land. You would live off of whatever, so you won't need that damn money. So really. It comes down to how your mind is stabilized, how your mind is working, how your mind has been renewed, because it can become a fact because you want to live like everybody else. You might go by somebody, and you see them, you walking around, your sneakers got a little hole in it. You're like, oh, wait, especially the ladies, they got a little hole in their stocking. They trying their best to hide that damn hole in their stocking. <laughs> A brother, we got some. We got whole enough freaking sneakers in the front. We try not to make sure our toe don't come out, so we might take that joint, kick it. We still kicking it in, cause we still. You, you got people who play basketball with messed up behind sneakers, and they kill the damn game. They ain't worried about nothing. They like, look, put me on the court. I, let me show you something, nigga. But then you got other people who feel as though they just can't. I can't play. I gotta get my sneakers right. I got. I can't do nothing, and, and, and it's a shame that they got think like that. But it is what it is. So when you got a mindset where you can't do nothing because you've been trained that way to become nothing or act like nothing or see yourself as nothing, because you can't live without that money to make you feel like you're good or to make you, to people. Have you ever walked on a nature hike? Yeah, a whole bunch of money in your pocket. How did you feel? Now, did you ever go on a nature hike and you didn't have no money in your pocket? How the hell you feel? Uh-huh. Think about that. Wow. So, honestly, that is so weird that you said that because I'm thinking, like, in my head, I'm like, <clears throat> if I'm on a nature hike and I have no money, then 
I'm like, oh, God, these trees are so beautiful. Oh, my God, the earth is so amazing. Oh, my God, the water is so dirty, but I love it. But that's with no money. And possibly, and I will say that it may be a little true, I'm not going to overindulge in it, but if I have money and I know that, you know, I have some expectations, then I'm in that nature hike like, oh, these trees, I wish I could just cut them down and build a house. Oh, these leaves, I wish I could just add them and eat myself right now and wrap myself in big leaves. Um, That was a little far-fetched, but I'm saying, like, with money, what you said was that your perception changed. If you walk in through the nature or you have a nature hike with money, your thoughts on that nature hike may not be anything of the plants and the trees and the birds and the bees. It may just be about what you're going to do with your money. And when you don't have those um, financial, um, you know, the finances or money or wealthy, you might be on that nature hike and be like, you know, I appreciate this and the fullness thereof, you know. So circumstances is what we have concluded, that circumstances have an effect on how we perceive and expect and achieve things because your circumstances changes the DNA. <clears throat> your circumstance changes your DNA. Like, I put it to you, like, my circumstance from having a child with Vincent changed when I didn't go over to the house and I had a child with Johnny. Your circumstances change, so, you know, your perception will change. I go over Johnny's house, I might not wear a condom. If I go over Vincent's house, I'm going to wear a condom. I'm not going to have a kid because I know that me and Johnny have an understanding. Circumstances change expectations, people. Okay, you hear what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So don't don't change who you are. Ah, don't change who you are. Don't change who you are. I'm not asking you to change who you are. Yeah, I just had a revelation. Change your circumstance. Change your circumstance so you can change your perception. Change your circumstance. If your circumstance is that that you feel like you're broke, change your circumstance. Your circumstance, how you could change you feel like you're broke, is that I have everything that I need. And what it is that I'm going to need will be provided to me. And what it is that I need, I have. What is the thing? Oh, this was the thing we used to say back in church when I used to leave. My bishop blue. He used to be like, I have, and we will repeat. DJ, can you do this with me? Can you repeat after me, DJ? No, you don't want to repeat after me? You think I'm going to make you say something crazy? No, Fine. I just got to hurry up and push this damn thing off of mute. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey. All right, I got you. You know, I always wait for you to come through. So this is what we used to say. <clears throat> I have. I have. Everything that I'm supposed to have. Everything that I'm supposed to have. And I can do. And I can do. All things. Because <laughs> <laughs> you play too much. You made me forget. I'm like, what am I trying to tell him? All things through Christ who strengthens me. All things through Christ that strengthens me. That strengthens, that strengthens you. I have everything that God says that I can have. I can do what God, what it is that God strengthens me to do, and I will be who God intends me to be. 
AKA, you don't have control over anything. So the things that you want to have control over, you may have a get out of jail free card to actually um, uh, facilitate these goodnesses if you are aligned with who your creator is. We ain't going to get religious because I ain't religious. I'm non-denominationist, okay? So we could just be clear, but we are not going to go into that. However, I do believe in God. I would not be here if I didn't. I would not feel how I feel if I didn't. Like, I mean, I was talking to my girlfriend to say, you know, so many people get jacked up from the expectation that they have from churches because they are seeking salvation through the church. Don't seek salvation through the church. Seek salvation through God. It's only 1,128 some odd pages in the Bible. You're going to live past that. You're going to read that book in a couple of years. And so you need to make sure that you have the person that allowed these people to create this book, what they, you know, assumed and, and may have had really good, strong ideas about what this what God said in these books. But in all reality, if you want to, like, get there and you really have a belief and you really have a faith, then God is right. He's, he's right there. Just have a conversation with them. Yeah, I mean, just do that. I'm being honest with you. When I stopped going to a church house, and I will find another one, and I will go back when I desire to. I just went to my, um, you know, my my uh, childhood church down here in uh, North Carolina, but they're in South, and I enjoyed it. But I knew that, you know, after four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve hours of sitting there, that I was over the function. That I actually heard that story when I was seven. And I'm not downplaying it. Stop it, guys. You know I'm a jokester. But what I'm saying is the expectation, had I not known who God was, would have been an epic fail had I gone there trying to seek another message. You feel me? Like, and, you know, sitting still for a couple hours over three might be a little problem for us narcoleptics. I mean, amen. You know, every time somebody clap, hey, hallelujah. You got to seek ye first the kingdom of God, and the kingdom of God is within yourself and God. Not the kingdom, the church, the God, you and him. We are looking to keep getting answers and rules and regulations. We are relinquishing, we are giving away our rights as a individual and as a spirit being. You know what I mean? Like you can't just keep on going somewhere and expecting somebody. You can't keep going to school. I don't care how many degrees you get. You keep going to school and have these people teach you in order for you to feel smart or no more. Or, you know what I mean? Like, you could do that on your own. Don't have an expectation that if you go to school that that's the only way that you can be smart is what I'm saying. Because sometimes I have to break it down so I don't sound crazy for people who are on the phone waiting for me to sound crazy. I do that comfortably on my own. But when I need you to get the message, I need you to get the message. You clear? Pull me out. Okay? Like, be alive. Be present. I tell people, you want to be in my presence? Be present. Don't come around me on your phone. Don't come around me looking blank. I ask questions. Like, when I'm with my people, they're like, listen, if you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be? If you could um, take anything on an island and it was one thing, what would it be? You know, just little questions that are fun, that are that we used to do back in the day when we used to sit around the round table before we ate and sat down and watched Star Wars Will of Fortune, and Jeopardy, okay? Oh, and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. 
because they kind of came on in the series. I hated Star Trek. My grandparents, my mother, they all like Star Trek. I didn't understand it. Like, I don't even, what are you guys? What are you doing? But that shows my age. I know people are like, well, you ain't like Star Wars. Oh, my God. I'm like, no. I like Dark Vader only because, I don't know, people used to call me that when I was younger because I always used to make these weird noises like, Dark Vader. You know, I'm a weirdo, but it's all good. Yeah, you know, expectations. I might walk out in a pair of heels, my hair looking all good, smelling all good, looking and feeling like a million bucks. And I am the craziest thing there is. A, mo- a brother might have an expectation about me that I'm a pillow princess and, you know, I don't have a smart mouth and I have no understanding of X, Y, and Z because I'm just cute. No, I'm nice and I'm a thug in a cocktail dress, okay? Don't get it twisted. Don't have an expectation about what's coming out of his mouth because I will fool you. I will fool you. I'm a fool. Yes, a fool for you. I done remixed at least 17 songs today. I don't think that I sung the right words to any song that I – y'all better be careful. Don't listen to me for stuff, for real, because I just jacked at least three to four artist songs up. Don't have an expectation. Don't come on my show expecting me to know songs. You know what I mean? Because I have you all jacked up. Meanwhile, back on the ranch, you already know. We on Sound City Radio with your girl T the Lady. It's on, we on keeping it real, keeping it real talk to be precise because that's what we're doing here. We keep it real. We talk. I talk. Y'all listen, obviously. If any of my listeners out there want to talk to me, what's up, y'all? Now, what's it going to be? Keep your phones on lock with your girl T the Lady A. It's Wednesday. It's not Tuesday. It's two days before Friday. That was y'all. I hope that if y'all heard me singing it, y'all was like, hey, pop it, pop, pop, bitty, pop, bitty. Let me tell y'all, I got some fly hosts, okay? They fly. I, first of all, I feel like we just a whole group of baby kids because of the way our names are set up, like Tita Lady, Miss Tia's Queen, uh, Firecracker, Wonder Dre, you know, Lady Joy, Philly Joy, Chinchilla in the building. These are all of our names. Who it? Uh... Don't say that. Can't believe you said that. Don't be on point. Be on point. Chill. No chill. Listen, we are such an eclectic group. I wish they were on the phone with me right now because it would just, first of all, when my hosts are on the show with me, the co-host, my shows go too overboard. So sometimes I am comfortable with people not talking because obviously I'm an hour and a half into my show. I have 30 more minutes, and I'm not even remotely close to done yet. I just want to say I appreciate my listeners that come on to listen, and I appreciate my listeners that come on to be nosy to figure out what T the lady is doing. I'm always doing something. So however I can entertain you, I'm appreciative. You want to give an example? Meet, meet your acquaintance. What? You want to give an example of, of, of just having fun bugging because some people don't know how to have fun. <laughs> nah. Oh, girls just want to have fun. Say it again. Oh, girls, just want to happen. 
Still always hyping me up, y'all. That's the uh, Honestly, I really only get this hype on Sound City because it's something about his energy that just makes me pop, lock, and drop on a handstand. Maybe because it's earlier in the day. I I, I got to switch my gears on, on, on the other one. But Sound City Radio, you hear everything, anything, we all go. You feel me? In moderation, I want you to bring the noise, bring the funk, bring the books, bring the intellect, bring the experience, bring your life here. Because this, we, we just talk. We keep it real talk on here. I honestly made that, that the name to my show, Keeping It Real Talk, because I don't have no other way to put it. When you come on this show, you just got to keep it real. All we ask you to do here is to be real, be safe, and be ready at all times, because you never know. You never, when I say keeping a real talk is like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get. I mean that thing. You hear me? Thank you for dialing 724-444-7444. I always wanted to be one of those radio show hosts that was like, had that smooth voice be like, thank you for calling in. You have dialed. But I can't do it. My voice is not raspy and froggy enough, so... I just got to come with this little teeny bopper voice that I have. Expectations. Anybody ever expected their voice to change from a childhood? I literally used to hear myself talk, and I was like, that can't be me. It sounds so weird. It sounds so goofy. I can't wait to sound like a lady. And I'm grown. I am grown, people. Let's just be clear. My siblings, my friends, my family members don't think I'm grown because I play so much. However, I pay bills and a lot of them. And, um, yeah, I'm not grown. I'm an adult. Let's just be clear. People who say they're grown usually are not grown. I'm, I was grown now. I'm, I'm as an adult. I just like to play a lot. However, when I was younger, I really always wanted my voice to mature into, like, the way I heard ladies speak, they would always be like, yes, Tiana, please come to the front of the class. And I'd be like, what? Why you got to sound like that? Like, why are you so authoritative? I always want an authoritative voice. I feel like <clears throat> when I talk, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm playing. But when I'm serious, sometimes when I'm in my business voice, I'm like, "Hello. Yes, how are you?" Wow. Okay, that's great. Sorry, y'all. Anybody who got that part of this this show, I'm so sorry. I have these really squirrel like a bunch of squirrel moments where I just go left. Like, not regular left, but, like, completely left. That's why Chill and I are, like, distant, fake, serious BFFs because we are, like, he's my Benjamin Button. He Chill is me years from now, and I am him when he was younger. Yes, we are off the Yosef Burger like that. However, and, and you have a caller. And you have I a love caller. callers. I love one callers. Thing I, one thing anybody didn't get a chance to hear is how you sound when you get mad. <laughs> Is it high fetch or is it like, man, I'm going to kill you? Oh, my gosh. You asked my brother this morning. Somebody irked me so You're bad. I had you live caller. I just want to say this. I thank you for calling in to keeping it real talk. But my brother heard it this morning. He ran into my room because I, I had one of those moments. You have to be mindful of who's in your circle. I'm waking up at 7 o'clock in the morning screaming to the top of my lungs. Like, come on now. Be be. Listen, you got to be ready for these people. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Thank you for coming on Sound City Radio. You are on Keeping It Real Talk with See the Lady. What's going on? It's your homegirl, DJ Philly Joy. What's going on? Hey, Philly Joy, 
Joy, I was just talking about you, but I did not even elaborate on what I thought about. I was dancing. You know, I'm always moving and grooving. And so I just thought about how my girl, Fully Joy, y'all, if y'all want to catch her at Platinum Grill or any night, y'all should go down there tonight or maybe on the 21st during the comedy show. Philly, listen, she can move those hips, y'all. Y'all don't understand. That's the original Shakira. Her hips don't lie, okay? I went up there to bid her a farewell. I had to go. I had an emergency. And I walked up to my, <coughs> excuse me, to my Philly Joy, and I couldn't, it was it was just contagious. It was like, you're <laughs> contagious. I went there. I had to run away from her, y'all. She, It was like she pulled me in. I was like, yes, girl, ow. Because, you know, people don't really be dancing like that, like can really groove and get down. And so, Listen, Philly Joy, me here at Platinum Girl, if y'all want to get somebody who can really dance with you. But anyway. You was getting it in. Even though you had an emergency, you was getting it in. I'm like, okay, girl, get it in. I know, right? That's what you did. I didn't even care. I went there, had to call the hospital and everything. I was all late. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know. No. It's not funny, y'all. Everything's calm, everything's calm down now, right? Everything is calm. I'm in North Carolina. Pop-Pop is well. I believe he just needed me to come home, which was unfair because I drove 45 minutes out to get to you guys that night. So that was, like, unfortunate. Okay. Well, I know. Yes, he is. Thank you. I appreciate you giving us a call um, on this topic today. We are discussing expectations and whether or not we feel like expectations are good or not, and also whether our perception has an effect on how we ex- or what we expect. Uh, yes, yes, all the yeses because right. uh, I'm going through. <laughs> I have some expectations of myself. Some people have some expectations of me. So. When they see your potential, they see what you can do and what you're capable of doing, they do expect, usually it's more from you or whatever, expect better of you, the words that you sometimes hear, um, and they'd be surprised when you don't always fulfill what you what they think you're supposed to fulfill one way. But with yourself, you should give yourself more time and be more patient with yourself because we are ever evolving. It's a process. This whole journey of life is a process. Some people put sometimes false expectations on you, but they want you to be, perceive you to be. So I'm all in that. I love that you um, came up with this topic um, because right now I'm expecting great things of myself, great things of Good. myself. I did a, a fun little thing yesterday. I posted a, a picture online, but this is a picture that I took for uh, – um, I want to do some I want to do some movies and I want, I want to do some plays and stuff like that, so I – you have to do these these uh, profile shots and all kind of stuff, full right. length, face shots, whatever, whatever, makeup and all that kind of stuff. So I don't look the same with makeup as I do without makeup. And usually I don't wear makeup because I can't stand the whole girly girl thing. That's just me. I don't like all that stuff. But I right. know when it comes to being able to perform and do stuff, they require you to look your optimum best. I don't have to look mm-hmm. my optimum best every day. I don't have to to be set up with myself. I love myself regardless. I love that down home girl. And I'll mm-hmm. from her, just to be real. Like, I love this, be real, you know, just be yourself. I love that whole thing with that. Um, yes, you can be your best you whenever you choose to be, and that's good, nothing wrong with that. But don't put false expectations on yourself because it leads to depression, it leads to those things. People going to commit suicide, all different, all the stuff yesterday, all that crazy stuff that you put false stuff on yourself, too much, too much, 
too soon, too high, and you got to come home, come home, bring it down a little bit, and just right. do, and prioritize and gradually get to your goal. So I'm there right now. With okay. My goals. I put myself in <laughs> where I have to talk, and I'm not a talker. Like I stutter sometimes. I mm-hmm. open my words sometimes. I, my brain is like it's so fast. My mouth not moving fast enough. I know what it is, but <laughs> it's crazy. So I'm trying to get mm-hmm. to that point where I'm, I'm getting over that. So I'm I'm attacking my fear. I'm Good. Thinking. I'm attacking it head on, and I stumble. It's okay. I said, that's me. It's part of who I am. Just keep it right. moving. <laughs> and I saw a very encouraging show last night, a little clip from, um, they have these um, ASBB, these films, the American Film Festival films and stuff. This guy's on TV. I can't think of his name, David mm-hmm. Banner or whatever. Uh-huh. There was a guy that does the yo-yo. He, did, he couldn't find out his, find his young man, couldn't find his place where he, he was, and he started all the time. He was a speech impediment. So he found his he found his comfort with a group of friends. They didn't have a problem. They loved him who he, they loved him for who he was. And then he picked up a yo yo. Now he's this professional yo yo man. I'm like, wow. Right. You find, find your niche, find your place and I've been able to come come and come with that now because of the group of friends I'm I'm with now. I love I love all y'all guys. Like y'all pull me pull me out of myself. Like coming out is a is a beautiful right. thing. It's, this is over it I'm is. over I'm over 50, so this is like, wow, this is like all new for me, you know. And and I, you know what? Circumstances yeah. change your expectation and your perception is what I said <laughs> if you heard me on there. So your circumstance and the people who you had in your circle, when you had other people in your circle, you may have felt like stuttering was something that was not good or, you know, what someone told you is what you perceived of your stutter or of who you are. You can't change that. You are who you are. And I told these people to stop feeding their understudy. Feed yourself. Because that's yeah. the only way that you are going to buffet yourself and grow because you're feeding yourself. And you keep feeding the, uh, these understudies, you're not going to know what it is that you're supposed to eat and what you're not supposed to eat. Right, so, and right. what you said that your circumstance changed because the people who are around you are not looking, who even knew you had a stutter? Who even knew, you know, it's like, oh my God, I love the way she talks. I can't even tell that she, you know what I mean? So, it's about the circumstance and the people who are genuine around you that see, you know, a greatness beyond the superficial that can allow you to go beyond what you thought you could expect yourself to go beyond. Now at 50, regardless of the age, you are doing what you desire to do. And that's important. It's important to have people around you that at 80 you feel like you can go out for acting. Why in the world? Our expectation, our perception makes us feel like we can't do those things. Get out of here. What? I had this woman who killed somebody for defense who came to our church, and she was in her her late 50s, and she went through school and ended up getting her master's. After four years, she went through an accelerated program. She was 54 when she got her master's. She was so elated, I mean, so excited. And she would have never known, I mean, and she has given me um, appreciation for just talking to her. But I didn't know, you know, that's what I'm saying. Perception is everything. When I thought that she was teaching me, I was encouraging her. Expectation should not come with the negative behind it. That's when you know it's good and it's pure. I I expect this woman to succeed. I expect to learn something from her. I expect to stand yeah. third. And that's goodness. That's what we were talking about. A caller called in and she was saying that it's gray areas in perception and expectation to where it's both good and bad. But you got to know that there are thin lines. You okay. know what I mean? That's the false, the false, and the true and the false. Yeah. Right. It's thin mm-hmm. lines. But I said, you know, in order to also – um, experience 
how to perceive and expect differently. You have to be open to it, you know, you, and you also have to be aware of the way that you used to think and perceive and expect was not a good conducive way. Like you got to know for yourself. You can't know from, you know what I mean? Like I said, I use this one analogy. Oh, that your expectation was the people that's next to you that you love and you hold close to you are going to hold you down. Mm. What? Mm. You had an expectation of that. Your perception was wrong. You thought that the people who was blood, they say blood is thicker than water. Okay, just because it's thicker don't mean nothing to loyalty. It means nothing to what it's supposed to and not supposed to be. We right. live our lives on a daily basis trying to satisfy the consensus when the consensus is not it. Right. It's just a group of, which means that there are so many other alternatives out there. Why not have your own? You be the alternative, I tell people. Yes. And if it actually matches up with somebody else, hurrah, you found your twin from a four ends yes. of the world. You know what right. I mean? But, you know, why try to be like somebody else? Why try to pick habits up that make you work? we got to work on ourselves every day to be and be comfortable with who we are, to mm-hmm. add you to add your personality is just but that's about expectation philly joy like you know that's what it really boils down to understanding you know things that are out there that are not supposed to be conducive for you you know what i mean like the industrial revolution really did jack us up when it came to us not knowing who we are you know what i mean like where i watch different things on tv and it's blank disrespect of just like And people are laughing and people are feeling so comfortable when I'm not saying to not have a sense of humor. What I'm saying is in your sense of humor, see the reality of what's going on. You know, we're watching these movies and these robots and these this and these that. And it's like, see the reality of what they're telling you is to come. Don't be naive. This is not funny. This is actuality. The Bicentennial Man and the the movies that we, like all those things. If you want to perceive, do that. Being aware and conscious of the right now is important. You cannot perceive, and some people think perception is imagery, imagination. And some people can use perception as imagination. Perception is an awareness or discernment. It says it is the ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through the senses, to recognize or have a conscious. That don't wow. say nothing about imagery. That don't say nothing about imagination. You got to know what's going on in your area right now. What you think? Oh, man, this this conversation is the reality. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It's like real, so real to you. It's like you breathing it right now, girl. You breathing it. Definitely. Yeah, I had a question. Chill, do you have a question? Oh, okay. Cool. Yes. Yeah, I was saying, um, well, Philly Joy, right, when I first met her, I I literally thought that she was a damn rapper because I was like, yo, you talk fast as hell. Do you, you rap? <laughs> I never knew that she had a stuttering problem because maybe I thought, I thought maybe she think too de- she got so much to say in her brain. She's like, yo, brain is like, yo, here you go. Here's a flash flood. And the mouth is like, wait a minute. Oh, shoot. Uh, you know what? Right. I wanted to tell you this, and I wanted to tell you that, but you know what? I'm gonna say it just like this. <laughs> <laughs> got it? Oh you got it? God. All right, I'm gonna so do it again. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I, I think it's it, the uniqueness of every individual is so awesome.
awesome, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I think that, you know, I, I will say again that the things that people told us, the things that were taught and instilled in us <clears throat> is not what reality is, people. Okay. Like I said, just because somebody told you that you was fat and you was ugly and you was this and you, and, and even if they did say you was fat, when fat, I mean, so what? Be fat. What the hoot nanny? We can't all be skinny. I need somebody to keep me warm. And fat <laughs> is seen as, you know, something, a negative word. But damn it, I need somebody with meat on. I'm actually tired of losing this much weight. I need some. But what I'm saying is that you have to know at some point in our lives when we mature and we become adults that we have to start taking responsibility for our today and today and today, that those things that were supposed to be out there to break us, what we assume was supposed to break us, was actually that thing that was supposed to be growing our perception and the way that we've seen things, our outlook on things. So you can't make the negatives become who you are, but you can make those negatives be a lesson of the things that you want to steer away from and the things that you also want to, you know, alter to to become better, you know. um, And that's why I said that that's first and foremost in order to just be able to understand the English terms that we use, perception, expectations, all these things. Like you said, I had expectations on me too. They thought I was going to be, because I'm so sweet, that I was just going to let people say and do anything to me. It it was unfortunate that I am that person, but the crazy part is after you poke me too much, I'm a Tasmanian devil, so it scares people. So it's like, what in the world? They had the expectations. Billy Joy, they then expected something. (laughs) And I done told them. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, <clears throat> it's different things that we have to be mindful of. And my show here on Keeping It Real Talk is really for us to just be mindful, to kind of get a basic. Let's go through the the prerequisite classes. I'm not going to take you to college. I'm not going to take you all to the university because before those institutions, all I had was my grandmother and my grandfather who learned from the from the earth. So that's how I'm going to give it to you all. And that's yep. how I want you all to perceive the, what I'm going to give to you. Anytime on this show, I want you to perceive goodness from the earth. All right? I Bye. appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, Felicia. I love that you're on here. Her energy, your energy is just so awesome. I'm telling you, what we put out there, people, and what you say to people, man, let me tell you, I, if I never seen Philly Joy, I promise you every time she got on the phone, I would smile from ear to ear just because. <laughs> And she comes to and uh, um Dre Dre come on she be like she laughs it don't even nothing be funny she just start laughing before she even say anything and I just think that it is so amazing that the universe allowed such a group of people to come together and be a support eons away or close or far and all of those things like you cannot have an expectation or a perception of who is supposed to be in your corner to be that light at the end of the tunnel. Because, Philly Joy, you you are my light. Today, you were my light at the end of the tunnel. When you came on, I smiled. I had dialogue with you. It felt good. Thank you. So we don't know. We never know. I felt energized, too, by the conversation. So even with right now, I set a phone call just now from somebody that, that um, does play. And mm-hmm. I, I, have, I have, people don't notice that things I really want to do with my life is, like, late in the game. When you say, like, 80 years old, it doesn't make a difference how old you nope. are, what you want to accomplish. So on my bucket list, I posted on my bucket list, it is definitely to be in a major play. I definitely go to Tyler Perry Studio down in Atlanta. I'm going to make me a trip down there. So listen, Philly Joy, I think that you should audition for John Graves, please. Have you ever gone to his play? 
Never heard of. And that's and that oh. John Graves Entertainment, right in Center City. He's an African-American young man who has been doing plays for, I mean, they sell out and then some, and his cast are so eclectic. He teaches you from A to Z. Actually, he actually um, is so well into the um, arts, although he's not a big name. He is so um, knowledgeable of the the. Uh, acting world that he's had my a couple friend of mine get into Yale University just from going through his program and different things like that to be actors and okay. actresses. So John Graves, John F. Graves production. He's a Christian um, young man. His family and his business is family oriented. They're right in University City in Philadelphia. Okay. Well, look them up. Okay. <clears throat> That's what I said. I said on my thing any connections on my on my post on on Facebook. So you got I have my connection with you just now. So I think okay. See, you never know who you're going to talk to. Who knows who? Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. My friends, you know I'm from the arts, so I definitely know a lot of um, people in that field, so I will stay in touch with you because they always post things like when they're having casting calls in the area. They okay. have one up and coming with um, uh, Queen Latifah and Mike Epps. It's an, a movie coming up. So I'll be sending you some information. Yeah, Philly Joy going to be on TV. Oh, get it, get it. Oh, <laughs> Listen, we are at the top of our hour, people. This show is amazing. Listen, I just need y'all to keep it real, keep it safe, and, you know, just make sure y'all stay aware of what's going on. Don't get too caught up in the everyday life where you can't check check in on yourself. Getting down to the nitty-gritty. Sometimes throughout the week, I just keep my phone off until after 5 and 6 o'clock just so I can tap in. I try to have a, a, a I have a power pal, not I try to. I have a power pal who we are connected. <clears throat> Each week we check on one another to make sure that our goals are taken care of or at least touched. And we do different things that are um, uh, old, old school. We write each other letters. We, um, you know, I am each other on it. You know, just different things that don't get us too far away from um, just the, the basic things that keep us happy and smiling, appreciating one another, sending a quote every day. You know, your expectation should be happiness, pureness, goodness, and if you have that expectation, then what you do is going to put that out there and you can expect that back. Honestly, I will say that in all my years of living and continuing to, that what I put out to the universe came back. And I knew every single time I was either dealing with a, a bad karma. My good karma is consistent, but when a bad karma came, I was like, oh, shit, it rocked my world a little bit because I wasn't ready. But I knew, and I had to be aware, and the universe told me, girl, you say it to everybody else, be prepared for it for yourself. All right, I didn't have that expectation. Let's just be clear. <laughs> Thought you were my friend. <laughs> so that's, um, what'd you say, Philly? I said, that's right. I expect, True. I expect- I, get, I try to give out joy, positive vibes, and get it back in return every time I thank God for what I really do. Thank yeah, God. true. I mean, it's a lot of people that are lost trying to find positive vibes from people. And let me tell you, you want to find the positive vibes from people because the magnet from yourself that is positive is going to attract that. And it's unfortunate to be understanding of the fact that when you do not have positive attributes, when you are not putting positivity out there, that that is the reason sometimes why the negativity surrounds you. Um, so, you know, just be mindful. Look at what, what goes on in your life. We write things down for, for, for everything except our growth. Uh, you, you never see really people writing things down like, you know what, 
I got a problem with anger. I tell my friends they need to start paying me. Although I'm going to school to be a therapist, I swear they are all getting the, the real deal. They're on my couch every day. And my one girlfriend who has anger issues, who had some, um, you know, different delinquencies back in her time, which I think that she's so strong for because she just graduated cum laude out of her um, university. And she went through, I mean, yeah, she was locked up for five years from, I mean, and back and forth in and out of juvie at a young age. And now she's doing well and she wants to do, um, you know, better. She's progressing, but her attitude sucks. And so... I'll go into that later, but I'm just saying that you got to want that thing. Her attitude sucks, but every time she gives me a bad attitude, it don't make me have an attitude because I don't have an attitude. I'm Gucci. I don't let people control my emotions. You could come in, yell, hoot, holler, and yell, and I'm sitting here in my zone, especially if I had a uh, um, green leaf. <clears throat> so I'm definitely on easy breezy. But I as soon as you finish talking, exactly, as soon as you finish talking, I'm going to go ahead and and get break it down for you. Like, okay, listen, I don't know what you're angry about, but I don't need that in my space. And I stay calm because I realized that in my conversations that I would have with angry people, if I would have an angry conversation with them, that it would just be an angry conversation. So mm-hmm. after I let them talk, either I'm going to dismiss myself or I'm going to really be like, listen, I don't understand why you're angry, but I'm not the one who did it. And if you're not able to talk to me in a calm manner, then we don't need to have this conversation because I don't need to be arguing with you. Like you got it. Like the reasoning is good. When you start to control your life with reasoning, then it's more conducive. A lot of times we really we lost control of ourselves because we allowed so many other people's emotions and characteristics and feelings and this, that, and a third. And we did it unconsciously at some point. But once you realize what was going on in your life, I need you to have like taken take control and start to alter those people. Have the expectation that these people are going to be removed. Have the perception that these people are not good for you. Understand that in that moment, your perception, your awareness, your consciousness of what's going on is not good. So I hope that my listeners that came on today, I know that y'all ain't press star eight. Philly Joy was my only rebel today, and I appreciate her and Chill who had this conversation and the lady who was on the phone earlier today. I definitely appreciate your insight and, and um input on the topic. I'm going to be here. I'm always going to be here every other Wednesday. So if you want to hump, I mean, if you want to talk, come. (laughs) If you want to talk, bring it on hump day on Wednesday on Sound City Radio where I like to keep it real talk. I couldn't even get my phone. I couldn't even get my phone unmuted in time for that one. (laughs) Oh, man. So, can you take us out? Tell me, do we got any information that we need to let our listeners know? You know what I mean? Anything they need to be aware of? I know we do have our comedy show coming up. I need everybody to be aware and prepared, which we'll be talking and discussing further on our another show. But anything that we need to know on Sound City? Uh, well, people, uh, first of all, <laughs> you better believe. Woo, back to back, y'all. Firecracker. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she killed the game. Now T the lady <laughs> killed the game. I gotta do a show tomorrow. I'm still trying to figure out if I want to do it or not. Cause I've been trying to play it, you know, Easy Street. Cause to do a show from five o'clock to seven, and then do another show on point from nine to dag on ten. Man, sometimes, man, you know what? <laughs> but somebody you can do it. It'd be fine. Mhm. Yeah, y'all. Yeah.
Anyway, <laughs> people, um, I'm glad y'all tuned in because, shoot, you already know, man, we got some hosts. On Point Radio got some hosts. <laughs> New Jersey, the whole world got some hosts. And we're always looking for more. You know what I'm saying? They, they say, this, man, look, I, look, I will cancel me out if you a thoroughbred. You know what I'm saying? I look. I ain't got to say nothing. I say something when I come on the show to talk to y'all. Forget that. I can relax and eat daggone some freaking steak and potatoes if I could buy something. But um, back to what I was saying. That's the expectation. Anyway, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Mm-mm-mm. If you got any questions, comments, or even concerns, you may email me at DJ underscore chill at my.com. That's DJ underscore chill at my.com. And don't forget, people, tonight, Mr. I Don't Believe He Said That is coming out with another one. And if you don't know what the other one is, I am going to tell you. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but first of all, I don't even know what the hell you're going to so tell So guess what, now. chill? Well, so, what are you doing? Exactly. What are you doing, Chill? Let's guess what. What? That's Chill. So, so my show on Friday. Say my show on Friday. Sure. Okay. So, it's it's in the heart. DJ Philly do it on Fridays, every Friday from five to seven. Talk about everything from guilt, shame, religion, whatever you want to talk about. We talk about it. This week is going to be about music is my life. What is the power of music, and how do we how do we use music to, to um, soothe our spirits? How, what do we use music for? So mm. this week, five to seven, on seven two four 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 seven four 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 Down City Radio with our producer DJ Chill in the house. So that's it. All right, you heard her first. Lady Philly Joy is going to be on this Friday. Bring the matters of the heart to the table and bring your favorite song that just soothes your mind, okay? And I found out, I found out what Mr. Unbelievy said that he's going to be talking about tonight. He's going to be talking about. Never mind. Pit number, no, the pit no, number is, no. What? Stop it. Okay. I want to do my voice like that. (laughs) Anyway, the pin number is 143-346-POUND. Now, he's talking about he wants to take it back to the old days, you know, that perfect slow jam mix. Do you remember sitting by the radio during the quiet storm and pressing record, then pushing pause when the commercials came on? As a matter of fact, do you remember making banging slow jam tapes? When that special company was coming over, well, you know, he's asking everybody to sit back and relax and, you know, conversate and talk, talk about it. You could dial that number, 724-444-7444, and put the PIN number in, 143-346-POUND. That is 143-346-POUND, and then one pound into the show. But see here at Sound City, that's On Point Radio. And if you go on TalkShoe.com and pull up On Point underscore radio, you'll be able to get everybody Everybody that comes on seven days a week, seven days a week. But I'm just saying, because I'm down with on point. <laughs> You're on point. Yeah, I'm on point. But anyway, that's what I was saying. Um, Sound City Radio is the freedom of speech, the yes, freedom that's of... that's what I was about to there say. You go, baby, there you go, baby. There is Sound City Radio. If you pull up TalkShoe.com and go sound underscore city underscore radio, you can listen to all the shows 
that ever was on Sound City Radio, and some of them will make you freaking say, die, these people right here. And some of them you just will laugh your head off. I'm just saying. But here we always about freedom of speech, freedom to grow, and freedom to learn and know. Welcome to Sound City Radio. All I ask you to do, people, is be real, be safe, and you sure enough better be ready. <laughs> Back to you, T, the lady. All right. All right. Thank you, DJ. You always, always hold me down on the ones and twos, always make me so comfortable on this show. I thank all of you guys for dialing that number. You can check me out on here every other Wednesday. I'm always on here holding it down on the Internet radio until I bust out on the mainstream, stream, stream. So that number, that PIN number is 143-346. No, that's not my PIN number. That's Philly Joy's number. <laughs> my PIN number is 143. Oh, that's not yours? Whose uh-huh. number is it? It's not my number, guys. My number is 143-874, okay, on Wednesday. Every other Wednesday is 143-874, and on Tuesday night on, on point is 143-924, all right? Hmm. As a matter of fact, that's a vice versa on the on, on the numbers. But listen, you already know what it is. It's on my page. If you want to follow me, I'm on <clears throat> Instagram t dot the lady on Instagram and on Facebook. It is another name, but just follow me on Instagram. That's all you need to do. And come back next, the Wednesday after next. So I'm going to give you the date. The Wednesday after next date is drum roll. Drum roll. 27, 27. It's the 27th. Hey, uh, 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 the date of uh, uh, my birthday. It's the 27th of September. Thank you so much. So come back the 27th of September. I'll be here from 5 to 7. Again, that PIN number is 143-924. Yes, thank you. (laughs) So come back next Wednesday. I appreciate you guys for calling. I'm going to go out with one of my favorite songs today. I've been so melancholy. I've been doing papers and everything, you know, transition in my life. So I wanted to play this song. And after this song, I'm going to end this show so I can get back to some more papers. I want to thank all my listeners for coming in. I want to thank Philly Joy. I want to thank my caller earlier, Chill, and all my listeners who was too timid to come on and talk. Next week, I'm not having it. I'm unmuting all your phones. It's like I don't have the power to do that, but I wish I could. So listen to this music. This song right here is Insecure. It's off the Insecure soundtrack. My girl, Jasmine Sullivan, she goes bananas. She's um. She's Did you different. say the day after your birthday? I said the day of my birthday, the date, like the um the twenty seventh. My birthday's in February. Oh, okay. I'm, All right, about I'm a Pisces. Well I'm an Aries. Let's go. Uh huh. Turn this up. Let let my callers hear you. Goodness, we can't hear you.
said, I did all I could do. And what is more? Well, you can't get above my back. And I can't take a lot of shit, but I won't take that. Been a long time, and I've been away. Work got me in and out of state. Don't know what you're doing. Wonder what you're doing. You got niggas in your face. I never let you go to waste. Too much pressure, baby, not my trash.
So I always, <laughs> always put a twist on it and say, who's out? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.